at the heart of um, what we call machine learning, which is um, an element of uh, artificial intelligence, is utilizing uh, computational methods like algorithms to accelerate analysis of, um, of an increasingly complex uh, data set. Hi, I'm John Yeager, and this is Bloodworks 101, a podcast created to inspire you to donate either time, money, or blood. Okay, this one might be a tough one to wrap your head around, since it involves making scientific breakthroughs using machine learning or artificial intelligence and how it applies to developing cell-based therapies. It involves OZET, a Seattle-based tech-driven life sciences company, and its partnership with Bloodworks Northwest, the independent nonprofit committed to saving lives through research, innovation, education, and excellence in blood, medical, and laboratory services. This unique collaboration with Bloodworks Bio, a division of Bloodworks Northwest, aims to deeply profile and understand the immune systems of research donors to help drug developers engineer scalable, off-the-shelf cell-based therapies and strengthen patients' immune systems in fighting cancer and autoimmune diseases. In order to get a better handle on just how AI is involved with this unique and groundbreaking partnership, I sat down via Zoom with Aaron Posey and Cherie Green, two experts who can help break it down for us. I'm Cherie Green, and I'm the Vice President of Translational Science uh, at OZET. I'm Aaron Posey. Uh, I am the Executive Vice President of Bloodworks Bio at Bloodworks Northwest. What are the steps and how long does it take for processing blood products uh, after a donation from a client? Sure, that's really dependent on the type of collection that a donor uh, uh, commits their time to. So, for example, um, we have whole blood products uh, by which uh, the donor just comes in and uh, sits with a phlebotomist for about 20 minutes and has a blood donation. And then uh, we either provide that as whole blood itself or we uh, take out certain blood components, such as the PBMCs from that blood. Uh, the manufacturing portion of that takes a little bit longer because there's a FICOL density gradient by which the cells have to pass through in a centrifuge. So I would say about an hour and a half in the lab. Uh, and then if you were to undergo an apheresis procedure, there's a general leukophoresis, uh, and that's about three to four hours uh, of time commitment. Uh, and then a mobilized apheresis where you get an overproduction of stem cells uh, that are released into the peripheral blood, uh, that takes even longer. So you have to commit to a series of uh, injections that stimulate the bone marrow to produce stem cells. Uh, and then on a day five, for example, of that stimulation, uh, you are collected through the apheresis procedure. It really sounds like a time commitment. You really have to rely on uh, you really have to rely on people's uh, dedication to uh, to wanting to do some good, don't you? Indeed, yes. Um, so not only is it a time commitment, but you know it's dedication uh, on the part of the donor um, that is uh, committing uh, not only their their time, but taking time out of their day, uh, out of their uh, you know work day, out of their personal time uh, to to help uh, with these types of collections. And Cherie, tell us a little bit more about Ozette and why you like coming to work every day. Sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm very excited about 
this interview and, and our partnership with Aaron and Bloodworks because um, OZET is a Pacific Northwest founded uh, life science technology company and our focus is really understanding the immune system which comes from cells in the body and uh, really our focus is using uh, state-of-the-art technology um, including our machine learning technology that was spun out of the Fred Hutch Cancer Center by um, Rafael Guitardo, uh, Greg Finnick, and Evan Green. Um, and we use this technology and our lab that's located here uh, on Eastlake uh, to understand the immune system in both health and disease. And our hope is that um, by understanding our immune system, we can then harness that to, um, you know, uh, help um, physicians uh, identify treatments for disease or even uh, develop new treatments for novel therapeutics that um, target the immune system. Machine learning, you you said the, the word right there, you could, you could call it AI, artificial intelligence, has definitely been in the news a lot lately in the past year or two. Um, controversial in some sense, uh, but in this application, it's going to save lives. Aaron, do you want to take that one? And, you know, not only around the life-saving uh, attributes that this partnership um, uh, may produce, but the one of the things that I'm incredibly excited about is the focus on the overall cost of goods um, uh, from a starting material standpoint, and I'll explain that in just a second uh, as it relates to our mobilized apheresis program. But then, you know, with one tier of uh, the project that we have, it's really evaluating a pool of data uh, related to a specific cell type that then um, can translate into the downstream manufacturing process um, to help identify suitable cell types um, uh, that will be efficacious uh, in their uh, application uh, once they're manufactured and administered to humans. So, you know, really from the starting point, it's a real focus on decreasing the cost of goods sold uh, within the supply chain of producing a cell and gene therapy product. And then on the downstream, it's really understanding <clears throat> you know, the downstream manufacturing attributes of a cell type uh, in a manufacturing process uh, as it relates to each an individual client that we serve. So the, the project, uh, including the NK cells, is really going to help drive that work. When I talk about the starting material side of things, um, one of the procedures that we offer in terms of starting material, it's, it's called a mobilized apheresis. And so as I mentioned before, it's a big time commitment from the donor. Um, not only do we have to select and screen an appropriate donor, but they actually have to come in for a series of injections. Um, the, the injections stimulate the production of stem cells in the bone marrow, which are then released into the, into the peripheral blood and captured via apheresis. So we have a very large population of stem cells that are used as starting material in the cell and gene therapy space. We have the capability to then uh, enrich that into a very homogenous population of cells. The, the outcome of those procedures are kind of unknown. So from a, from a donor perspective, it's really, there's no real known attributes of who 
makes a good donor for this production of stem cells. So we can go through this whole process of recruiting a donor, having them come in for very expensive injections, and then have them sit down for three to four hours to collect uh, what we hope to be a very large stem cell populations, but sometimes they don't stimulate it at all, and therefore that time is waste. However, the, you know, the client is generally on the hook for paying for those services, um, uh, even through the collection uh, standpoint. So you can imagine that over time, it gets very, very, very expensive in terms of starting material. So one of the avenues that we're taking with Ozette is helping to understand if there are any key attributes in the immunological system that would make a donor a preferred donor for this particular process. Cherie, how would you like to add to that? Machine learning and AI are kind of buzzwords that are very polarizing, but we use um, basically, um, you know, state-of-the-art single cell technologies to identify cells um, within a, a sample. And so in this case, it's the um, blood or the mobilized apheresis um, uh, or the isolated cells. And we use a technology called flow cytometry, which is a, a very utilized technology in the field of medicine and, and research um, and we use proteins to um, uh, tag cells um, and identify uh, specifically what kind of cells they are and and this is really important um, with what Aaron is is mentioning um, by our technology we can identify you know how many lymphocytes and what kind of lymphocytes are in the the sample and this leads to, you know, um, you know, predicting uh, is there a population that we can track over time that um, will be predictive of better uh, responders or better mobilizers. Um, and so this is where it's a really great synergy between our, our two companies. What is the size and scale of the program today and how is that going to change once uh Bloodworks Bio is working with Ozette. I'll start by saying, you know, Bloodworks Bio has grown uh, particularly um, uh, quite rapidly over the last three years uh, when we started with just offering a research product. Um, and now we've progressed to offering not only a suite of research products, but also clinical grade or GMP grade products used in clinical settings. And then we also support uh, uh, commercial programs, so pharma companies that have actually produced a CAR T, for example, we do the processing and power preservation of those materials here. Uh, and currently, we're leveraging, you know, some of our hospital partnerships to where they sponsor clinical trials, and then we do the processing and power preservation of those autologous collections, which are then sent out for further manufacturing into a product. Um, We've scaled, we have, you know, 60 plus uh, employees um, and uh, yeah, we've, we've gone from research all the way up to commercial support. We are currently underway of building out a brand new apheresis or collection center. So that's going to double our bed capacity from five beds to 10 beds. Uh, one thing when you evaluate strategy is, uh, you know, capitalizing on what you do well. Um, and that for us is recruitment of uh, really healthy and willing donors. Um, and then, you know, certainly expanding on our apheresis capabilities to support all of the different cell and gene therapy companies out there that need 
blood or cells as a starting material for their clinical programs all the way through to support of their uh, commercial uh, uh, products. And then on top of that, we're, we're building out um, a clean room uh, on in our central location, which is in the heart of the hospital systems. And this will allow us to be and act more as a CMO in terms of investigating uh, further manufacturing capabilities for Bloodworks Bio. And Cherie, you mentioned before that uh, that AI has become a buzzword. Uh, I guess, I don't know, what is it, eighth grade English? If you could just, <laughs> as a reporter, I got used to asking dumb questions, so I, I'm, I'm good at it. Um, dumb question, how does how does artificial intelligence work in, in this application? Sure. Um, yeah, I have to just say that because, uh, um, yeah, it's a very polarizing uh, topic. Um, but really at the heart of um, what we call machine learning, which is um, an element of uh, artificial intelligence, is utilizing uh, computational methods like algorithms to accelerate analysis of, um, of an increasingly complex uh, data set. So the data that we generate um, to understand all these cell populations is rapidly becoming um, beyond the control of, uh, or, you know, uh, manual analysis and human driven analysis. Uh, we've just reached uh, an inflection point where we, we really do need to utilize, um, you know, computer and algorithm based uh, approaches to help us analyze this. And then one thing that um, computer approaches um, really do well is looking at things in an unbiased way. So when humans are involved, things are pretty biased. Um, we uh, take our knowledge from, you know, what we learned in school and what we understand about the immune system. And then we apply that to whatever we're looking at. And that's really not all of the picture. And so by utilizing computational or algorithm based approaches, we can really start to um, explore the um, unknowns and uh, use unbiased technology to do that. How will what you guys are working on save lives? You know, for me, it's um, I, you know, it's kind of getting the information that we can from this platform to help reduce the costs that are associated with, you know, generating starting material and throughout the manufacturing process, which then in turn is going to lead to a more streamlined, efficient way of thinking about the manufacturing uh, process um, and the collection process, which obviously, you know, then has an effect on, you know, the efficiency of, you know, a particular patient and their experience in the whole process. I don't know if that helped, but... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and the time it takes to come up with a solution can be can make all the difference in the world sometimes. Absolutely, Cherie. And I'll add on. Yeah, I'll add on to that uh, by saying that you know um, the the acceleration of uh, cell therapies such as allocar T cells, which um, you know the the blood products that um, uh, blood works. Uh, generates that's really like the beginning um, ingredients for the cell therapy and there's not a lot known about um, the 
you know, immune composition and how it plays into um, an efficacious uh, drug in the future. And so I feel that if we um, deeply characterize the initial product, um, we're going to have uh, better uh, success in selecting, uh, you know, starting material to um, have uh, better cell therapy products. So that would, that would, that's my perspective. Aaron, uh, what's going to happen to the data um, and the blood products once Ozette co uh, completes its analysis? I think that's more of an Ozette question. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are providing the material, they're generating the data, which, you know, will then be analyzed against, you know, whatever platform that they have developed um, to then give us you know, the right tools uh, uh, for exactly what Cherie had um, just pointed out. Yeah, I, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, we we will take the samples and then we will run those, uh, we will um, process those samples in our lab um, and generate uh, really high dimensional um, protein-based uh, data. Um, and then we have a, a very novel platform uh, that um, analyzes the data and it's um, very interactive. Uh, so once we complete the, the lab-based portion and the analysis-based portion, then Aaron and his colleagues um, will be able to log on to our platform and visualize the uh, immune components of uh, each of the phases of our um, collaboration um, and really explore um, looking at the different immune cells. Um, so it's it's a very collaborative tool where they will have access to, um, to visualize the data. Um, let's go big picture for a second here. Are there other blood banks doing research to advance therapeutics? Absolutely. Um, and we're actually part of a network called Blood Centers of America. Um, so we uh, you know, get access to um, other blood centers that are supporting uh, the cell and gene therapy space. Um, I am a firm believer that, you know, cell therapy companies, or excuse me, that um, uh, blood centers have been uh, overlooked uh, in, in the previous years uh, for their support in the cell and gene therapy space. Uh, you know, we have on-site quality programs. We have databases that characterize donors that we can query and, and call upon. Um, and certainly we have the embedded quality and regulatory systems as well. So, um, you know, we're primed to support this space, but uh, I would say Bloodworks is pretty far ahead in their thinking um, uh, in how we support the cell and gene therapy space. But there are certainly other blood centers out there um, that are, uh, you know, doing this work as well. And uh, so I'm excited to see the harmonization across blood centers uh, to support this space. Cherie? Um, well, I mean, I can't speak to all of the blood centers around the world, yeah. but um, I know that, I mean, personally, we're, I'm very excited about uh, forging this collaboration with Bloodworks because it is, um, you know, very forward thinking. Um, I, yeah, when, when I used to think about blood centers, I'm like, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm going to go donate some blood. <laughs> Um, but I, I really appreciate um, Aaron's um, kind of visionary approach to um, elevating the blood centers and really using them as the research and, um, you know, bringing them into, um, you know, the forefront uh, of, of not only the uh, impact they have to our medical 
community, but also um, starting to really um, be present as a, a research uh, uh, entity as well. I think I'm going to look at uh, AI a little differently after this conversation. And uh, only because you hear so much about it, but it's it's nice to see how it's being applied um, and, and it could have a direct effect on saving people's lives and, and maybe getting to the bottom of the page a lot sooner. I, I should even take the word maybe out of it, right? I think so. Anything else, you guys, that you, you, you feel relevant uh, to this conversation you'd like to add that, that we haven't gotten into? I think I'll just express my gratitude to Ozette for, um, you know, uh, entertaining all of the different scope of works that we, uh, you know, went through and, and what we settled on. Uh, we, too, are very excited to see the outcome of all of the work um, and to apply that uh, to our program. So I think this is going to be a really great partnership um, and certainly one that uh, will lead to, you know, downstream work and, and then potentially, you know, collaborating with some of our clients uh, in the manufacturing process um, and, and, and. So I just, I'm super excited and uh, uh, very appreciative of this collaboration. Yeah, I'll just echo um, Aaron's thoughts and also say that it, it's also a, a kind of a local effort. I mean, Bloodworks is in very close proximity to our lab and so it feels um, very Seattle and very, you know, um, supporting the, the neighborhood um, in which we both live. So very looking forward to seeing the data. Well, thank you guys. This was um, uh, uh, very technically challenging for me, as Aaron can tell you, but I feel like I'm getting a better grasp of this. And um, like you like you both feel, I, I'm excited about this partnership and I can't wait to see what uh, how it transpires. It's, it's, and thank you again for um, answering my dumb questions. Uh, I, I, I have a better idea of what this is. Thank you so much. They're not dumb questions at all. They're, um, <laughs> it's a very complicated and uh, uh, topic. <laughs> That was Aaron Posey from Bloodworks Bio and Cherie Green from Ozette, talking about a most unique partnership. And that just about wraps it up for this edition of Bloodworks 101. I'm your host, John Yeager. See you next time.